Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features an episode of Command Performance called Dick Tracy and B-Flat. It first aired on February 15, 1945, and stars pretty much all the stars of Hollywood. Performance USA, presented this week and every week till it's over over there. Okay there, gang, this is Harry Bonzel reminding you that it's time to join us once again for another session dedicated to answering your request to command performance, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA. Now, it's come to our attention that a lot of you guys have been reading comic books while our shows are on. Now, we realize that you men and women in the Army, Navy, Coast Guard, and Marines can do exactly as you please at any time. (laughs) But uh, command performance hates to lose any listeners. So for you guys who like comic strips, tonight we're going to devote our entire time to a real super-duper, two-fisted He-Man thriller. One of your real big favorites, Dick Tracy. (laughs) And so it's on with the first comic strip operetta of all time, Dick Tracy in B-flat. Or, for goodness sakes, isn't he ever going to marry Tess Trueheart? (laughs) Ready, maestro. Overture.
this is the house. There is Tess Trueheart's window. Would that I were a bird so that I could perch upon her sill. Oh, Tess! Tess Trueheart! No answer. I'll sing our love song. Mayhap she will hear me and come to her window. Whose dream are you? Where is your cloud? Where are your wings? Why is my heart hearing things like the sigh of Sinatra? <laughs> Whose dream are you? Can you be loved? Can you be kissed? Or will you fade like the mist in the sky? Tell me. Have you come true? Are you here in my arms? Could a dream love ever seem half so divine? Darling, whose dream are you? Maybe someday you will reveal that you are no dream. You're real, you're mine. Who's that knocking at my door? Who's that singing troubadour? Bringing song to my boudoir? It is I, Dick Tracy. <laughs> How I love your square-cut chin I'll come down and let you in Hiya, Dick, give me some skin Thank you, Scads, Tess, through heart <laughs> Well, the big day, huh, Tess? We're finally going to get married Yes, Dick, and this time you better go through with it I've waited 13 years to get married And you keep putting it off well, honey, some big crime keeps coming up, and I have to dash out and solve it. In 1941, it was 88 Keys. In 1942, it was Mrs. Pruneface. And in 1944... Wait a minute. What happened to 1943? Very interesting year. My laundry came back. <laughs> but I know I don't have to worry about you, Tess Trueheart, because your heart is true. My heart will always be true, but if we don't get married pretty soon, the rest of me may stray a little. Now, well, steady there, gal. Steady, steady. Tonight's the night. Tell me, where are the wedding guests? The wedding guests are assembled in the parlor, even now. The summer sisters are gathered around the spinach, and Vitamin Flintheart is gathered around the punch bowl. Methinks Vitamin is drunk too freely of the four roses. How can you tell? His nose is broken out into small bouquets. <laughs> I disapprove of that. Why aren't men more like me? I don't drink, I don't smoke, and I don't gamble. Oh, please. Please don't tell me any more of your faults. We're getting married tonight. <laughs> Come, Tess, let us join the merry throng and get on with the nuptials. I will fling open the door. <laughs> oh, happy, 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 Oh, shut up. At last, the moment has come. Test true heart, do you take this man to be your lawful wedded husband? I do. Richard Tracy, do you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? I do. 
Oh, at last. I now pronounce you man and... Oh, bean juice. Blasted interruptions. Always interruptions. I get that dank in the now. Excuse me, darling. Oh, Richard. Hello, Tracy at this end. Hello, police chief on this end. Well, that takes care of both ends. <laughs> What is it, Chief? At 3.30 this afternoon, the first national bank was robbed. And the crooks got away with $3,468.77. $3,468.77? Are you positive? Just a minute. I'll count it again. Now, <laughs> ah, Chief, this sounds very suspicious. You weren't in on the deal, were you? That's ridiculous. I wouldn't do anything crooked. Well, okay, Dick Tracy's on the job. And all I can say is that whoever held up the first national bank better get out of town. Well, I'll go home and pack. <laughs> yes, I must be off. Oh, Richard, this is terrible. Left at the altar again. Why do you not renounce your ceaseless pursuit of evildoers? For better by far if you opened up a live bait store in Death Valley. <laughs> Don't go. Ah, oh, but I must. I owe it to society. I must be off to do a job. I can only stay a minute. I'm off to pinch a crooked mob and everyone else that's in it. How I dread the chance you take How I hope for your escape And each night I'll stay away Till your safe returning Thank you, dear, but never fear They'll never get old Dick Tracy When I get back, we'll hire a hack And go and hear Count Basie Ah, uh, my hero has no fear. As that fatal moment near, let me hold you by the ear. They're so strong and flappy. There'll be no mush. I've got a rush. I'm heading for the station. So save your smacks and pat on the back till I get my vacation. He's off to fight with all of his might. This wonderful kind of crazy. Our only chance remains to mess with us. I'm away. I had a phone. A grand invention. It was a good phone. With a long extension. Did you see what I mean is I know it was a good phone. I had a friend. He was a good friend I told my friend about my phone Cause I thought he was a good friend What relief Didn't I have my man Then the chief Got no man, ain't got no friend. I'll bet you can 
my friend works for the telephone company. That was the end, the end of my friend, the end of my phone, and darn near the end of me. Dig is up. Reach for the ceiling. It's Dick Tracy, you swine. Hmm. That's funny. Nobody here. <laughs> the First National Bank is empty. Drop that gun and turn around, Tracy. If that voice belongs to who I think it does, I may never turn around. <laughs> what a pleasure. I've always wanted to have a gun in this guy's back. Yeah, and you can pull it up a little, too. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to blow your brains out. <laughs> now drop that gun and turn around. All right. You guessed it, Tracy. I'm flat top. Flat top? How did you ever get a flat top on that egg-shaped head of yours? <laughs> Well, now that you got me flat top, what are you going to do with me? <laughs> You're not going to like this at all. <laughs> You'll probably hate every minute of it. <laughs> You're really going to get the full treatment, Dad. <laughs> oh, what's going to happen to you? Well, what's going to happen? I'd like to laugh a little, too. Mm, I'm going to put you in the vault, pour a pitcher of cream over your head, and then throw in a tiger with a rough tongue. Parosi, Dick Tracy fears not your threats. The author will find a way out. Well, you'll never get out of this vault, you marble-headed hero. First, I'll close the steel door. Now I'll twirl the combination. And now I'll slide in the boat. There. Hey, Junior, you forgot something. I'm still on the outside. <laughs> All right, get in this one. Fool with me, eh? I may look like I'm not much, but I am. Some people forget that I'm the top. I'm the vicious flat top. I'm the top. Got it in for that cop. I'm a naughty boy. I'm the pride and joy of sin. So I sank my claws in old droopy drawers and locked him in. I'm a jerk. And the people love it. Never work, and I'm right proud of it. I have lots of fun when my water gun goes pop. So if you want someone flat, call flat up. Keeping Dick Tracy. A fine wedding day this turned out to be. No, 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 no. Don't fret, Miss True Heart, my little rum blossom. <laughs> oh, sooth, I see not what you want with that flat foot when I, the pride of the Flint Heart, am available. Well, Mr. Flint Heart, I hate to say this, but you're so much older than I am. Older? Bah! Age is in the mind. 
I hope. <laughs> they don't call me vitamin for nothing. Why, Mr. Flintheart, I'm shocked to hear you talk like that. And after the nice things I've heard about you from some of the other girls. The girls are saying nice things about me? Oh, yes. I must be getting older than I thought. <laughs> but, my dear, you don't realize the glamour that surrounds the life of an actor. I'll never forget my last appearance in Pooped Out, Nebraska. <laughs> what a triumph! Let me tell you about myself, Miss Blue Heart, and the glorious life I lead. A wandering actor, I, my life is interurban. I drink a lot of bourbon to wash down my vitamin pills. My better days were spent behind the lights and grease paint. Though I'm half shot, my heart ain't. I've got much more pep than Sinatra. Because of my capsules and my vitamin pills. A, B, B1, C, D, E, and G. They're my vitamin pills. Well, I must say that... <laughs> Mr. Flintheart, that's very interesting, but... Okay, let's get on with it. Papa's back. Dick! Dick, what kept you? That rat flat top. He stripped off all my clothes and left me in a locked bank vault in my long underwear. How did you manage to escape? Through the trap door in the back. <laughs> well, everybody, let's get on with the wedding, huh? Oh, happy, 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 this is one jam he'll never get out of. Now, Richard Tracy, do you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife? I do. And do you, Tess Trueheart, take this man to be your lawful wedded husband? I do. Good. Then I pronounce you man and... Well, I'll be a second lieutenant. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Tracy. Chief of Police speaking. I want to ask you a question. What is it? When you pick up a suspicious character, isn't it customary to frisk them? Sure, you always frisk them. See, what did I tell you, madam? Now hold still. <laughs> Chief, did you interrupt my wedding just for that? Certainly not, Tracy. I've got terrible news. Snowflake has just been kidnapped. Snowflake? 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 Yeah, it must be a blizzard. <laughs> Well, I'll get on this case right away, Chief. There's the only one man who could have done something as dastardly as this. The mole. I must find that blackguard and wring the truth out of him. Oh, Richard, you're not going to leave me at the altar again. I've been dreaming of settling down in an ivy-covered cottage and raising a family. Four girls. You got the wrong boy, but hold on to your corsage. <laughs> I'll be right back, Tess.
me, is this the subterranean entrance to the home of that villainous gopher? Yes, better known as the hole of the mole. <laughs> mole, I've come here to ask you a question. I don't know where to get cigarettes either. Now, you can't wiggle out of this one, Mole. But I'm telling you, it had nothing to do with snowflakes disappearing. Aha, uh-huh. I said nothing about snowflakes disappearance. How did you know she was missing? I seen it in the newsreel. It hasn't been in the newsreel. I read it in the paper. It hasn't been in the paper. I heard it on the radio. It hasn't been on the radio. I wish they'd hurry up with that television. <laughs> Confess, Mole, have you had something to do with this dastardly kidnapping? I got a perfect alibi. At the exact time of the kidnapping, I can provide six witnesses who will swear that they saw me at a table of a well-known restaurant. You've got a perfect alibi? At the exact time of the kidnapping, you can provide six witnesses who will swear that they saw you at the table of a well-known restaurant? This man is quoting me for batting. <laughs> well, if you're not a criminal, why do you live in this underground hideout? I'll tell you, gumshoe. Oh, the folks call me the most. Cause I dug myself a hole Ho, 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 ho Ho, ho And I lived down there A reaction (laughs) Oh, my nose requires more room So I dug an extra tomb Ho, 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 ho Ho, ho And it lives down there That's why they turned me down for OCS. (laughs) Oh, there isn't anything finer than living down in a mine. Below, 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 beetly ho, ho, ho. That's where the worm hangs out. (gasps) Everybody wants to get into the act. (laughs) Oh, the folks think that I am a nut. They say I'm in a rut Ho, 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 ho Ho, ho, cause I live down there B-B-B-B-B-B-B I'll take it <laughs> Oh Listen, Mole, if you'll squeal on the kidnappers I'll see to it you get special consideration I am no rat I'll see if the police don't bother you. I am no rat. Well, I'll give you a million dollars reward. That's the cheese I've been waiting for. <laughs> I'll tell you all. Snowflake is up in Flat Top's apartment. Even now, he's playing with bubbling champagne. If I know Flat Top, it's Spike Seven Up. <laughs> Thanks for the tip. I'm off to Flat Top's apartment. And God zooks, I hope I'm in time. Come over here, Snowflake. I'm going to tie you up with this rope. That rope? You wouldn't take advantage of a poor, defenseless girl, would you? She doesn't know me very well. Please, please, Flat Top, I beseech you to release me. Nothing doing. I only release them when they're over 38. (laughs) Flat Top, I appeal to you on bended knees. Kid, you appeal to me in any position. (laughs) I'm ashamed of you. What would your mother say if she saw you acting this way? I never had a mother. What would your father say? Nothing. He never had a mother either. (laughs) Listen, Snowflake, how about you and I teaming up? 
Oh, don't be silly. I promised my hand to vitamin Flint Heart. Give it to him. It's the rusty I want. <laughs> what about it, Snowflake? Will you marry me? Oh, no. What would I want with anyone with such a flat top? Flat top? <laughs> it's your joke. <laughs> but at least if I you were... I don't take the blame, I tell <laughs> at you. Least, at least if you were twins, I could use you for a bookend. <laughs> I don't get sassy, Snowflake. I'm a tough guy, see? I'll show you how strong I am. Watch me rip this telephone book in half. You couldn't. Just watch. Now for the next page. Please, please, Flat Top, let me go. These ropes are pressing against my flesh. I can always replace them with me. Ah, me proud beauty, I've got you over a barrel. Yes, you have got me over a barrel. Somewhere over a barrel, black and blue, smiling bravely the while I wait for a music cue. If Miss Barnes can sing a dance. I'm strong for you When you go away I'm going along for you Won't you please encourage me With just a word or two Do, do You're so repulsive Oh, you needn't say you love me for I'm pretty sure you don't Don't you? I do long for you I do a wrong for you Because I'm awfully strong for you I'm this little girl <laughs> I'm strong for you when, when you, you go, go away, I'm going along for you. We're going to be arrested, you know. Please, please, please. Do, do, do. You're so repulsive. You need to say you love me. Tell me that you want the end. Tell me that I won't. Be glad. I'll go along for you. I'll do a wrong for you. Because I'm awfully strong for you. Open up before I break the door down. Why, Dick, my boy. What do you mean, Flat Top? This is Tess Trueheart's house. Flat Top's house is in the opposite direction. You've been driving backwards. Oh, it's my own fault. I put serotonin in the gas tank. <laughs>
say you've been driving in reverse all day? In California, who notices it? Well, I'll get flat top later, but where are the wedding guests? What happened to everybody? Now, my boy, we must be brave about it. They couldn't wait any longer. They had tickets to a Sinatra broadcast. First it's flat top, now I'm having trouble with flat chest. See, the place is deserted. There's nothing left but a table loaded with presents. Look under the table. I'm loaded, too. <laughs> Good old vitamin. You're the only one who stayed with me. I'll be gone soon. <clears throat> I can't believe that Tess Trueheart has run out on me. She knows I left her at the altar 13 times. Oh, Tess. Could there be somebody else? Whose dream are you? Where is your cloud? Where are your wings? Why is my heart hearing things like the sigh of you know who? Whose dream are you? Can you be loved? Can you be kissed? Or will you fade like the mist? In the sky Tell me Have you come true? Are you here In my arms Could a dream Love ever seem Half so divine Darling Whose dream are you? Maybe someday You will reveal you are no dream, you're real, you're mine. Oh, I am heartbroken. Fate has dealt me a most horrible blow. What else can happen to me now? Plenty, Tracy. Who's that? I'm flat top and I got a gun in your back. Stick him up. I'm the mole. Stick him up. <laughs> I'm the chief of police. Stick him up. Chief. Why are you sticking me up? I like to be on the winning side. <laughs> this is the end of the trail for you, Tracy. Yeah, you're through. There's a block of cement over your head. It's going to fall at the count of three. Then we're going to pour gasoline over you and put a match to it. After that, we're going to take what's left of you and put you in a bone-crushing machine. And then to top it all, we're going to cover you with rattlesnakes. Egad. <laughs> Egad, I wonder what Superman would do in a spot like this. And so we leave you until next week. One week later. Perhaps you were wondering how Dick Tracy got out of his terrible predicament last week. As you may recall, when last seen, the mole and Flattop had him under a concrete block and were getting ready to release the rattlesnakes and set fire to him. How did he get out of it? He forced himself. And I'm happy to say I'm happy to say that the next voice you hear Will be that of Mr. Tracy himself Hi there, Vitamin Oh, hello there, Dickie boy Quite a party you're having Well, Vitamin, I don't get married every week Well, of course not Couldn't get married every week It'd be awful Another honeymoon, another girl Man couldn't How could he possibly... What am I saying? It'd be great 
Hello, Mr. Tracy. Hello, Mr. Tracy. Hi. Well, if it isn't the Summer Sisters and their sister. Girls, shake hands with vitamin Flintheart. Don't shake too hard with all those pills in them. It'll sound like a crap game. <laughs> well, it's delightful to meet you girls. The Summer Sisters, eh? Which is which? I'm May. I'm June. I'm July. July? Where'd you come from? I came right ahead of my brother, August. Well. <laughs> You're for me, July. You're the hottest. <clears throat> Control yourself, Vitamin. You're breaking out in capsules. By the way, did you see all the nice presents the bride got? Oh, yes. She has a very large trousseau. Yes, she has a very large trousseau. Yes, she ought to wear a girdle. <laughs> well, the girl's been sitting around for 13 years, waiting to get married. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm sure glad you could come to the wedding. Oh, we wouldn't have missed it for anything, Mr. Tracy. And that's not all. The summer sisters are enemies of pride in the winter or apple blossom time. My name is the My name is June. girls, look, the wedding is about to begin. Oh, happy, 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 happy wedding day. Shut up. <laughs> Blasted musings. <clears throat> now, let's get after it. You, Richard Tracy, take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife. I do. Good. Do you test through heart? Take this man to be your lawful wedded husband. I do. At last, I get my two bucks. I now pronounce you man and... What, no telephone? Well, good. I now pronounce you man and... Oh, nuts! <laughs> I'll get it, I'll get it. Hello? Yes, who? Oh, no, no. <laughs> Haven't you run out of slugs yet? Mr. Dick, did you tell me to stop a robbery on the corner of Hollywood and Vine? No, no, Chief. I said Sunset and Vine. Oh, sorry, gentlemen. Go right ahead. <laughs> Look, now, here. I'm very busy. I'm getting married. Come to the point. There's terrible news again, Tracy. Remember a crook named Shaky? Sure, I put Shaky in jail. Well, he shook loose. <laughs> Look, Tracy, I'm calling from a phone booth in a drugstore. I hate to say this, but Shaky just held it up. He's already killed 13 people. Killed 13 people? Yes. Ten customers, the proprietor, the janitor, and the guy who dropped in for a small Coke. No ice. <laughs> well, don't worry, Chief. I'll capture that scoundrel or my name ain't to... This is the place. 
Hey, Tracy, a word with you, my noble dick. Oh, it's the mole. What do you want? When do I get to rub somebody out? Later. Get back in that manhole. <laughs> now for the drugstore. I'll sneak up behind him. Now I've got you. Aha! You murderous villain. Reach for the sky. Wait, Tracy, it's me. <laughs> Pardon me, Chief. Pardon me. I'm sorry. Where's, uh, where's Shaky? He's over at the counter having a bullet with an egg in it. Oh, I couldn't see him behind that straw. <laughs> Go out and cover the back door, Chief. I'll deal with Shaky. Right. Now, I hate to be mercenary, but there's a $5,000 award for Shaky alive. And a $5,000 award for Shaky dead. In his condition, I'll hit the jackpot. <laughs> All right, Shaky, the jig is up. Get off that stool. Just a minute, cop, until I finish this mall. <laughs> oh, fine, he fell in. Climb out of there, Shaky, and start talking. Don these jumbo straws, they suck back. <laughs> Never mind that, Shaky. You're going on a long, long trip, a one-way trip. And there's bad news at the end of it. Just because your head looks like a crystal ball, Opie, telling fortunes. Hold the phone. What are you talking about? Dick Tracy has a beautiful head of hair. Well, he should have lent it to you tonight. <laughs> now, listen. Listen, you pipe cleaner and suspenders. Justice has caught up with you. You better talk and talk fast. Why did you kill ten people in this drugstore? Because they aggravated me. Why did they aggravate you? They were alive. It was maddening. <laughs> All of them sitting there around me, breathing. You're just a jealous rat, and I'm going to see that you get what's coming to you. Oh, darn you. You are a brute, and I'm sure of one thing. You spoil my fun before I've begun. You that certain gruesome something I sure do wish that you didn't have a gun. Mikey, you know. <clears throat> but you're a naughty one. You should be hung. You mean for the crimes I've done or the songs I've sung. About 50 50 in the Someday I'll rub you out, believe me, but till then I've got you in my clutch. Well, brother, you ain't clutching much. <laughs> okay, I'm taking you down to the station house, and it's such a nice night. Let's walk. If you're walking, Tracy, I'm going piggyback. Not on this piggyback, you're not. Now, come on, quit stalling. All right, copper, I'm right behind you. Drop your gun. Boy, am I glad to see you, flat top. Shut up, small timer. <laughs> what do you mean, small timer? I just bumped off 12 people. You couldn't bump off 12 termites in the lumber yard. <laughs> All right, wise guy. How many did you knock off today? None I knocked off today. <laughs> You certainly went by way of Dubuque to knock that one off. Shut up, copper. I'm going to bump you off. Don't shoot, flat top. This guy may be useful to us. He's got his ear to the ground, you know. That ain't all that's dragging. 
Mike said maybe we can do business with this guy. Every man has his price. Yeah, maybe you're right. Listen, Tracy, how would you like to make some easy money? Honestly? Cross my black heart, it's a cinch. I shall pretend to take their filthy bribe and by so doing, round up the entire gang. I might be willing to talk business with you, Flatcap. If my cut of the swag is big enough. Good, then. It's a deal. All right, let's shake on it. I'm tired of shaking. Let's see. <laughs> We're three pinup boys Filled with charm and poise Tracy A shaky And flat top I'll make justice win Please don't fence us in Tracy Shaky Flat top We're just two little sheep That lost our way around I'll keep you locked in jail No matter how you pound and pound Oh, what are we to do? Listen, Muggs, you're through Tracy A shaky and flat top. <laughs> hey, flat top. What did you do with Snowflake? I had the mole take her down to Gravel Gertie's gravel pit. Let's all go out there. Just a second, Tracy. You ain't got any ideas about pinching anybody, have you? No, just Snowflake. Really, I'm one of you now. I'd even step on her foot if you wanted me to. Would you twist her arm? Yeah. Would you punch her in the nose? Yes. And may the district attorney forgive me. <laughs> okay, but no tricks now. I'll be watching you. Good. Let us away. Toward the same destination is another car. Leave us see who is in it. Ah, oh, woe is me, woe is me. Helpless in the foul clutches of the mole. Just a minute, slow fake. My clutch. <laughs> Just a minute, slow flake. My clutch may slip a little, but it ain't foul. <laughs> Besides, I do not mean you any harm, comely wrench. <laughs> beside me. We gotta smoke something, don't we? <laughs> I told Flat Top and Shaker to drive out here, too. Wouldn't it be funny if we all got here at the exact same time? <laughs> you know, ask silly questions, you get silly answers. <laughs> Oh, well, this was a hot car anyway, and it's a cinch theirs was, too. Hey, Mo, why don't you watch where you're driving? I put my hand out. Well, here it is. <laughs> and may I return your windshield wiper? Let go, that's me. Wait, look! Wait! Wait, look! What is this monster crawling out from behind the rock? Gravel <laughs> Gertie. Tracy, she's gonna call a cop. Ha, yak, yak. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
You, Dick Tracy, that represents all that's clean and honest, has turned viper. Just a minute ago, I was a windshield viper. <laughs> you know, you know, for that, I ought to bash your head in with my mandolin. That's what I ought to do. Say, Gertie, you look pretty good tonight. Yeah, I think I look awful. A laundry put too much starch in my hair. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. I'd like to run through it barefooted. <laughs> You got the... <laughs> you got the feet that can stand it. Come on, sit on my knee, Molly, and I'll serenade you with a mandolin. Tell me all about yourself, Chrissy. With my high-pitched tonsils and my low-heeled shoes and my long hair sweeping up the rug, I ran into a racy dick whose name was Tracy and wound up in the jug. With his snaps, Grim Kelly, and his square-cut jaw, he was quite the handsomest of men. When I started the end, the DA gave me ten, and I'm back in the pen again. <laughs> clang, clang, clang went the wagon. Crawl, crawl, crawl went my skin. Snap, snap, snap went the bracelet, and that flat foot invited me in. He tipped his hat I took the seat And then I tried my best to stamp upon his feet He took my arm Gave it a twist And gently played a serenade upon my wrist Clang, clang, clang went the wagon <laughs> Har, har, har went the brow Snap, snap, snap went the bracelet As I started to leave He collected my sleeve with his hand Great, Gertie. Yeah, but we haven't bumped anybody off in hours. Let's rub Snowflake out. Oh, no, no, you mustn't. You mustn't. I'm too young to be fractured. They're never too young. Where's my Tommy gun? I'm glad you asked that flat top, because while Gertie was singing, I disarmed you all. Now, reach for the sky, you rats. Again, reach for the sky. Every two minutes is calisthenics. <laughs> what a triumph this is. Single-handed Tracy has rounded up four public enemies. No other dick can make this statement. Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! May I be the first to congratulate you. Hooray! What am I cheering about? I'm headed for the electrical harakari. <laughs> I'll say you are, all of you. Quit taking bows, you ham cop. If I had my gun back, I'd fill you so full of holes, you'd have to go on the air for Swiss cheese. Mark, here comes a horse. Yes, and look who's on it. My lover, Vitamin Flint Heart, Test True Heart, the Summer Sisters, and old Judge Hoover. <laughs> This has got to be the finale. Yes, on with the wedding. On with the wedding. Let's all get married. Everybody pick a bride. Only one to a customer. Yeah, every place you go, rationing. <laughs>
the best wartime program in radio that listeners in the States never heard. Command Performance was a weekly variety show produced by the War Department and only aired for our troops serving overseas. It was dubbed by Time Magazine as the best wartime program in radio. The program featured the most spectacular stars, Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, the Andrews Sisters, Cary Grant, and many, many more. Broadcasters donated their studios, the stars donated their acting, even the director, Vic Knight, left the well-paying Fred Allen show to donate his skills. The show was seen by stars and studio hands as a way for the entertainment industry to contribute to the war effort and to make a connection to the soldiers. The idea behind the title is that the soldiers would write in and request what they wanted. The show includes some heartfelt letters from soldiers who might request a particular sound from their home, like the sounds of Fifth Avenue, New York. The MC would give a shout out to a particular soldier or unit or theater of war, then play what was requested. To counteract what could be sad or moving letters from those serving and risking their lives, the show had a lighthearted feel, with plenty of peppy music and jokes. It is basically a USO show on the radio. Two specific programs really stick out. On Christmas Eve 1942, the show was aired in the States and was played on all four radio networks. As an example of how star-studded the show was, in 1945 the show outdid itself with an episode called Dick Tracy and B-Flat, subtitled, For Goodness Sakes, Isn't He Ever Going to Marry Tess Trueheart? The Dick Tracy ripoff starred Bing Crosby, Dinah Shore, Bob Hope, Jimmy Durante, Judy Garland, The Andrews Sisters, and Frank Sinatra. Command Performance USA, the greatest entertainers in America, as requested by you, the men and women in the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.